BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in about 40 minutes, let's be sharper about why the best offenses in the NFL are the way they are and why one team may surprisingly have an outstanding offensive performance. I'll tell you which team that is a little bit later. But now it's time to talk Thursday night football. We've got the Patriots and the Steelers. Pittsburgh, a six-point favorite with a total of 30, the lowest total in the NFL in decades And so, Joe, I think the obvious question we need to ask about a compelling matchup like this is, how much Mm -hmm. Christmas shopping are you going to get done today? Oh, you're assuming I still do Christmas shopping. Like, no, that's been one of the (laughs) joys of marriage. I have not bought a Christmas present in a long, long time. Like, it's done so far in advance. The big Christmas present is arriving tomorrow. Uh, we could talk about that one tomorrow. Oh, geez. Um, but yeah, like I'll be doing other stuff. It'll be on. It'll be background is what I'm thinking. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and say an NFL game's going to be going on. I'm going to be at home doing stuff. And then like, the game's actually not going to be on the television. It will be on the television. Uh, I'm sure they'll be watching like a Christmas movie or squid games upstairs, something like that. But I don't know that I'll really be watching it. I'll kind of be doing other stuff around the house. But, you know, if I didn't have to talk about it tomorrow morning, I probably wouldn't watch it. If I had a Mm -mm. job not related to sports betting or sports, (laughs) I probably would not watch it tonight. I guess we got to watch for Al's going to be mad. Al's going to be so mad. Oh, I know. Which, I mean, that might be worth the the ticket for admission is just to see how angry he gets and and the incredible chemistry uh, between he and Herbie about talking about (laughs) this game. Uh, But here's my question for everybody. What's the most boring activity you could conceivably do while this game is going on? Most boring activity? What? Yes. Like, what could you be doing? That's you know, worse games than watching on and, this like, game? Yeah. Or, Don't do it, Joe. What? I wasn't thinking anything. I'm just <laughs> laughing at Aaron's reaction. I don't... I don't know. What? <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Oh, we all know. Yeah, we all know. I really don't know. What you guys are suggesting is not boring. (laughs) The show? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. There it is. Oh, man. What is Jake doing? We know that won't be boring. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jake is not watching this game. Let me me tell you, Jake is not watching this game. I would be so disappointed if if he does. Jake, you better not be watching this game tonight. Are the Illini playing? Well, he's got people over. He's got more. The yeah. Illini, unfortunately, do not play until Saturday morning. That's a good thing. <laughs> you say unfortunately. That's a good thing because you're busy right now. Is your girl going to watch You don't you? know what I'm doing, okay? I don't need Dude. you speculating about what my personal <laughs> activities you. may or may not be. Off Odyssey mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, there's no clothing. Mm-hmm. We all know. I'm so bored with this Whoa. game. I want to bet like five correct scores at like 120 well, at, to one or better. Look at what we're talking about. <laughs> we're avoiding talking about this crap fest. Like we're talking about right. nothing. Because we'd rather talk about nothing than talk about this mm-hmm. game. And I think Is that's Jake's love life nothing? Can't score. 
it's something, True, but he doesn't want to talk about it. It is right. It's something. Yeah. It's a thing. I guess it's off limits today. That's fine. Uh what do listen, I'm not I'm not scared to bet under thirty. You guys? Not in this game. No. Not with these offenses. I'm not scared. I ain't scared. I don't I ain't scared to bet under thirty. Not at all. I don't Why? think it'll go I mean, over at all. Yeah, like I think a pick over six 20. could get spotted. Yeah, like it may not go right. over twenty. Like maybe an alt. alt. In all seriousness, like an alt under, alt under for a game like this. Okay. Like I would go alt yeah. under what twenty seven and a half, twenty six and a half, something like that. And like I'm fine with that. Sure. Go under ten and a half. Oh, ten and a half. Oh, would I do that? Oh, well, all right. I'm not crazy. Uh, now. I will say, though, there is a game on this slate where I could see that happening. There is that possibility. Uh, I don't think it's this one because I believe in Mitch Trubisky. Kind of, sort of. I I believe enough in a defense. That he can score 17, yeah. I think that's fair. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, It is a tougher tougher matchup. Maybe he could score 17. I was thinking 13. Like if I'm picking a correct okay. score, and that's why I was annoyed because I was looking for the odds on a correct score, and it's I was starting with Steelers thirteen, and there was nothing even close. There was like one option. I'm like, really? It's a low scoring game. They're the favorite. You, I can't get a, like a thirteen to six. Like that's not outlandish. That's how they get you. I I'm guessing they don't refund you if they don't give the correct score as an option. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> Lamo, yeah, that that's yeah. not going to be a bet I'll be making. Um, it, it, I guess if there is something that that makes sense, like yes, all alt unders I, I think are perfectly safe here. That's going to be fine. Like pr- probably something around the plus one twenty five area. Uh, what am I saying here? Uh, under twenty four and a half is plus one ninety. I think I'm all right with that. I think I'm fine with that. And certainly I'm more than okay uh, backing the Steelers at minus six. That I have no problem doing. And okay. I think what's mm-hmm. fascinating is that Zappy struggled against the Chargers pass defense just a few days ago. And it's like, well, why could that conceivably happen? Well, first off, you're a bad quarterback and you have bad coaching and your receivers can't be on the same page as you. So all of that is fair. But also, too, the Chargers pass defense went to a lot of single high coverage in that game and Zappy didn't know what to do with it. Like he was just expecting the same look that every single defense has been throwing out there. And instead the chargers do something just slightly different and he just struggles. Like it's not that big of a deal. And yet he goes six of 15 for 84 yards and a passer rating of 59. And the blitz rate was what? 40%. I mean, it's not low, but it's not that high either. I I mean, I got to lay the points in a game that will be white noise in my household. I am laying the points and will not be thinking about it again. Yeah, I think I'd I rather it. turn on my daughter's white noise machine than watch this game. Maybe just yes. put it on mute. That's a good call, Ed. Uh, maybe I'll get some sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, these offenses stink. For a second, I thought maybe the Steelers had found something after firing Matt Canada, but I think that's fake news. Or maybe I just pushed <laughs> it with my Instagram post that everyone likes to tease me about. Oh my God. Steelers. <laughs> Steelers number one. Oh, oh no. Age well, my friend. Oh, that no. was we forgot to add that to the list. One of, one of my oh, quickest takes I've ever had. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that there. might be worse than Purdue, I think. Yeah, losing to the I don't Cardinals. know which, what's worse. Oh man! Yeah. Listen, 
I wish Instagram stories last longer than 24 hours. <laughs> that's what I wish. Uh, that's my Christmas are you, wish. Are people hitting you up about that? Someone else did. Who was it? Chris Matt. Yeah, there's been I probably <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he didn't even hit me up. He called me out on the air. So, yeah, there was a few things. Uh, one of our listeners just was like he mentioned something and then was like, yeah, but I'm definitely not with you on that Steelers <laughs> number one. <laughs> See? Yep. Nobody is, so you're not alone on that one. But yeah, I'm looking yes. at a bunch of correct scores. Like Steelers 17-7, <laughs> Steelers 17-9, 14-6. I mean, you can get some good value. I think this is fun. The other bet that I really like, any quarter to end scoreless, minus 110. I think what I'm going to do is just have like some that, fun actually. with these props and, you know, have some skin in the game that way. It's just for funsies. And if something hits, it hits. If not, it's like, well, at least I, I had some action on it. I'm invested now. I, I like that any quarter scoreless bet. I'm surprised it's minus 110. Surprise yeah. that it's a, a two teams price. who can't score. I don't yeah, think. Right. we have the the lowest total we've seen that most of us have seen in our lives, like for it to be <laughs> minus one ten for any quarter. Like we see that every weekend. Like, yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind that one. Um, I was curious what the Zeke numbers would be since uh, Stevenson is out. I remind you, Stevenson sucks too, by the way. And people talk about him like, oh, that's a big loss. I'm like, he's had an awful season. What are you talking about? He's had like one or two games where it's looked all right. Uh, the Zeke prop is 58 and a half rushing yards, 15 and a half rushes. Should be all him, right? I think so. The rush attempts, yeah. I think I'd be okay going the uh, over with, uh, even with game script. Like, could we not see a situation where the Patriots are down two scores and they're still feeding Zeke? I think that's more than okay to believe that. The yards, I have a question yeah. about. I, yeah, you I know, I'm, I'm probably uncomfortable there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Zeke gets hit in the backfield more than a couple of times. Uh, but as far as the attempts, throw away game script. That does not matter in this situation. I don't know how you start mm-hmm. zapping and expect him to have a bunch of pass attempts in a game like this. Yes, yes. And on the other side, Najee is questionable, but there was a Pelissero report this morning that he's expected to play. So how much is he going to play? I don't know. I was considering Warren, but now that Najee is probably going to be out there, we're still trying to figure out with the new OCs how they're going to divvy that up. If they are playing in front, from, uh, in front, though, if we get, you know, some kind of a word on how much Najee is supposed to play. Maybe there's a bet there if we expect the Steelers to be playing with the lead because you don't want to to let Trubisky lose the game for you. So you would you would think both sides are going to be sticking with the run game. Speaking of losing games, I saw this nugget from USA Today. The Patriots are the first team since 1938 to allow 10 points or fewer in three straight games and lose them all. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the Chicago Chi- a part of this uh, run. That's not far yeah. off. It was the Chicago Cardinals in 1938. The last time that's happened. Mm. Wow. Okay. Like this this is what we're go. dealing with. This is this is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Stone Age fighting stuff there. Do the uh, Patriots want to win? Patriots not to score a touchdown plus 120 on BetMGM. Steelers not to score a touchdown at 12 to one. The latter I would entertain the former at plus plus one twenty. I think is terrible value. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. 
Say 12 to 1, Steelers <laughs> not to, to score a touchdown. I don't. 12 to 1, Steelers not to score. Uh, there could be a lot of field goals. Once yeah. They get like, I think the Steelers might move, but let's say they sputter down the stretch and this turns into like a 15 to 6 final. But if I'm saying 13 points, I'm, I believe one touchdown. So that really means 12 to 1 is, I should probably bet it. That's if I think there's one touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Because your your variance is such where, like, it wouldn't take a whole lot for there not to be a score at all. This has 9-3 all over it, right? Maybe 12-3? If it's 9 Sure. I think the Steelers are getting into the double digits. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be that low. I could see it but also, too, like, if you're going up against Bailey Zappi, like, aren't you going to be a little more conservative, like, in fourth down decision-making? Like, why risk a pick or a turnover right. or not converting on fourth down? Like, aren't exactly. – like, isn't it something where because of the tenor of the game, you're probably less inclined to go for it on fourth down, right? Yeah, I mean, with T.J. Watt, with that defense, they're saying, guys, we get to 17, we got this. That's that's all we need because we trust our defense enough. They are so pathetic on the other side. Look at them. They have no confidence. This guy, Bailey Zappi, he's like in success rate. He's like 44th out of 45, I believe I saw. Something like that. Like he sucks. Mm-hmm. Like all these bad quarterbacks this weekend, he's he's right there with the bottom. Like, yeah, we don't need to do yeah. much. So I, I would think you already have a conservative coach in Tomlin. So in this specific mm-hmm. situation, how much more conservative is he going to be? And it's the same thing on the Belichick side. That's why I don't, I don't mind this under at all. Absolutely. No, that makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, we had Ryan Williams on earlier. Love Steelers for Survivor is. I couldn't do Pittsburgh that. One. The obvious play. You could not. I don't. Okay. Why not? I, could you? How do you feel about that? Well, I took them last week and they lost, so uh, there is that. But you also didn't uh, know there was going to be a quarterback injury. (laughs) True. Yeah, that's true. True. So I I could see the argument. It's if I had them available, I wouldn't take them, Aaron, but I can see the Steelers are trying to make the playoffs and the Patriots are trying to get a quarterback in the draft. I feel pretty confident Steelers in Survivor. You know, but it we is, said that I would be shocked if they lost. Like, are we absolutely sure that the Patriots like are tanking in the truest sense? No, they're just bad. What do they have to play for yeah. right now? At least the Steelers can still try to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh more motivated. I agree there, but I do wonder. And with Tomlin. 14, yeah. Like, I, no, I, I don't hate the Pittsburgh pick at all. I just wonder, like, are the Patriots motivated to win a game like this? I think so. Like, I think they're still trying. They're just really bad. Like, there, there will be a point when thing when teams are tanking. I don't know if we're there just yet. So, there's that. This is Becky Bell Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will cleanse the palate and talk about anything else over the weekend. That's right here on the Becky Bell Network. We were so excited about Thursday Night Football that during the break we were talking about literally anything else, not additional bets that we might make on this game. Instead, we're talking about what? Uh, putting your hand in garbage disposals. Uh, maybe that's one oh. way to uh, get the pain out uh, when it comes to trying to watch this darn game and figure out how to bet on it. 
uh, I think I was Googling also like horror movies uh, with garbage oh, disposal no. scenes. Maybe that's don't. why the fear is percolating oh, no. among the four of us. <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, yeah, so I, I just learned during the break that Paul was deathly afraid. Maybe it's something you guys talked about in the past uh, of garbage disposals where you have to stick your hand in it or he'll, he does, he's smart. He will go and shut the power off, but that's something, Hey, I, mm. I'm like, I'll live dangerously. I'll just keep my eye. Making and sure then I'll call power turn it company on. and to turn the whole neighborhood's grid off before turn I it, reach my hand out. Shut it all down. <laughs> What's yeah. the problem, sir? Y2K, well, please. Yeah. There's a there's spoon. A, in the there's garbage. a spoon. Disposal. Yeah. Disposal. And I don't want to lose my hand. The disposal. I kind of like hold, I hold the blade. Like if it were to go on, my hand would hold that blade and I'd be fine. You know, like, oh, this is safer if I'm just holding the blade. (laughs) Why? You guys are freaking out. Yeah, that's just like, oh, no. Yeah. No, I've had, yeah, I've had like, you know, a piece of plastic or something gets down there and the whole thing's stuck. And yeah, you got to do that. Mm Ugh. But it just is. Keep uh, sure there. Like I said, spare tongs. Just use some tongs. Grab whatever yeah. you, whatever you need. Yeah, that's that's smart. That's smart. Do, do you yeah, know that, somebody where idea. something happened? Where this is you can't get it out of your head? Not, not. Well, I think my mom put like the fear of God into me, like as a kid, like to never reach down there, sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but there's another that Joan. I do know someone so whose Joan. dad had a. Yeah, Joan, whose dad had a snowblower incident, like tried to unjam it, and yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. oh, oh, yeah, I can see that. So that kind of doubled down the fear on it. So yeah, Yeah. I mean, I've had my my share of household uh, injuries or issues. Like yeah, you like fell through your roof, right? Went through, Yeah. yeah. And of course, like when we're taking the Christmas stuff down from the attic and it, you know, I had to be the first one up there, just nonstop commentary about don't go through my room again, dad. You know, like, yes, I watch my, my step. I took one wrong step up there. I went <laughs> through my son's room, through his ceiling. I was ha- dangling oh, in, oh. above his bed. <laughs> what if you, what if you like hiding the pot up there? No. Oh no! I remember I the, hanging this. through the ceiling story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? No, I took one wrong step. Well, I was I was laying plywood up there so we could use it as storage for for Christmas stuff because there's so much of it. And uh, yeah, I took one wrong step and I went right through his ceiling. And oh man, I was hurt. I had bruises all over my lower half. Like I don't even know how it all happened. <laughs> But yeah, I'm like screaming. They come running up, and all they see is me from the waist down hanging in his bedroom. <laughs> were you were you kind of yeah. like bicycling, like it, one of those things? It was my Clark Clark Griswold moment. I mean, it's it's no joke. Wow. He goes through mm-hmm. the ceiling too. I did that exact same thing. Squirrel. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's amazing. I was not watching uh, hold home movies up there yeah no but oh, that's too bad <laughs> wow uh speaking of injuries uh this may be explaining why uh some lines have moved 
uh, you know, with some key games. Uh, we were mentioning before uh, the Texans and Jets. How in the world is smart money going to New York? Well, the spread has moved. Uh, Texans are now three and a half point favorites on the road. So, Joe, what do you yeah. make of all of this? I don't know. I, I The market is saying that Zach Wilson is a lot better than the other players that they've thrown out there. And my question is, are you sure? Because I'm not sure. I don't – the team doesn't believe in the dude. Like, I know maybe we're going a little bit too far with that. But for it to move three full points, really? So Boyle mm-hmm. slash Simeon? So Zach Wilson, a guy they couldn't have out there – Please, no more. We're done with you. You're out the rest of the year. Now, out of necessity, Solid comes out yesterday and makes the announcement that, barring injury, he's going to be our quarterback the rest of the way. Okay, fine. Is there a three-point difference between Zach Wilson and those other guys? I I don't see it. Do you? Not at all. You're really, I mean, really the bad. Jets have <laughs> – we just talked yeah. about a game with two really bad defenses. The Jets also are offenses. The Jets also have a very, very bad offense. Like it is mm-hmm. not pretty at all. They've scored four offensive touchdowns in the last 88 drives. They're just going to have to rely on their defense here. So I, I like the Texans minus three and a half. Are we concerned at all about the injury report? Uh, it is a little lengthy for Houston. Uh, Robert Woods uh, was a DNP. Now, it wasn't injury-related, but still, though, he wasn't there. Uh, let's see, Laramie Tunsil, of course, you know, with his knee injury. Uh, Noah Brown was limited. Dalton Schultz with a hamstring was limited. You know, we mentioned before uh, the Tank Dell absence being significant, and certainly is. But I do wonder, at some point, do the injuries start to catch up to Houston? The the guys that did not practice on Wednesday, I'm not that concerned about. But if we're okay. talking about these being legitimate with the limited guys, I think that's certainly uh, worth – That's that'll make you hesitate. Like, Will Anderson was limited yesterday. Okay. Uh, Noah Brown was limited after Tank Dell is now out for the year. You have my attention there, too. And uh, Dalton Schultz was also limited. Like, uh, almost all of his weapons are injured in some way. So mm-hmm. that's probably another part of the reason that the number came down a little bit. It's scary. Uh, I am. Co- I was not considering Texans before when it was six or, or five and a half. I was not doing that. But I'll say at three and a half because of Zach Wilson. Like, If most of these names we're talking about that were limited on Wednesday are in, I'm okay with betting the Texans, but I know where the smart money is on the Jets, but they got a better number mm-hmm. too. Exactly. Now that this has come off, like it was just five and a half during our show yesterday, now down to three and a half. I just think even with all the injuries, the way CJ Stroud is playing and they still have mm-hmm. Nico Collins, I think he's going to be able to get the ball downfield. And the the Jets offense just, I don't think they can keep this close only relying on their defense and that's pretty much all they have so i still think this texans team i'm not going to overreact to the injury report i could be totally wrong maybe i should be but until i see it on the field i'm not i'm not going to second guess it Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you. Three in the hook. Like Houston's probably still the side I'm going to like here, even though the injuries are mounting. The weather might impact this passing game. Like, what are we going to see out of CJ Stroud in a contest like this against at least an, a decent Jets defense? Like, I don't know if they're necessarily like, you know, top three uh, at this rate, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are enough things there where I have some questions and probably why if say we're talking about Survivor and Houston being a viable option, I would be a little hesitant with them. What do you think, Joe? Mm-hmm. Little bit. I, I I'd be concerned no matter what. Okay, so mm-hmm. how about this? Would you rather go cuz I think this is something that people still alive are going to be weighing would I rather go Houston at the Jets or the Saints with Jameis against Carolina? Saints. I have the Saints. I you have the Saints, Saints, Aaron. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. For Survivor, yeah. I mean, in Jameis, we mm-hmm. trust. It was only a couple what? years ago I was going to bet. I did bet him MVP. Let's go. Jameis <laughs> resurgence. <laughs> That happened? Panthers. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> what team was he I on? I believe it did. My inaugural <laughs> year on the show, didn't it? Was it? Was he Thought a buck so. then? Or where was, was he? No, he had no. to have been with the Saints. Oh, he had to be with the Saints. Yeah, yeah. he was with the Saints. Yeah. He just got Jeez. his LASIK eye surgery. He's been there four years? I didn't realize that. I know, that. right? <laughs> well, but Tom Brady won a Super Bowl four years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. And so they weren't there at the same time. And it's one of those weird things that, you know, time flashes by, but you can think vividly of certain memories that happened in in the uh, meantime, Tom Brady, and then losing in the Rams in that playoff game. And the Rams ultimately won the Super Bowl. Lots happened uh, since Jameis uh, moved to New Orleans. And the crab leg incident, that was like more than 10 years ago. Like we've all aged since then. Oh, I know. That seems like forever ago. I think it's more about the Panthers, though, too, right? Like, yeah. the Jets could mm-hmm. stay in this game and scare you. You got the Texans injuries. It just seems safer to bet the Saints or take the Saints as a survivor. I kind of like the Panthers plus the points. It's so disgusting. Really? Yeah. That, well, that's just so gross. it's the number. It's the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's. It's okay. a backup quarterback laying this much. Any of those situations this weekend where we have a backup quarterback laying that much, I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. It seems like mm-hmm. fair, we're going a bit but too for far. survivor purposes, you like just the to Saints. win, just to win. Yeah, go, picking mm-hmm. against okay. Carolina, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it's something where the Saints defense hasn't been say top five all year long. But even if they're average against Bryce Young and company, that's more than enough to win a football game. Even if Jameis Mm -hmm. Winston is out there and say he's still missing a lot of guys, I I still think that the shambles that is the Carolina Panthers, I don't know if they're going to win another game this year. I really don't. Like to finish with one win, I think is really challenging in a a 17-week schedule. But what makes you believe at all that they have a win in them somewhere? I don't see it. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. How about more quarterback Mm -hmm. news? Did anyone see Trevor Lawrence step to the podium yesterday? No, no boot. No boot. No boot. Mm. And we still have a few more days for him to get healthy. I know it's a short week and all that, but 
I wonder. Uh, the Jaguars are. <laughs> this injury report is going to be some worth one worth watching over the next couple of days because it looks disgusting right now. Uh, they could be in some big time trouble. Like Bethard was limited yesterday. What if he can't go? And there's Cam Robinson. That's true. They're they're missing Christian Kirk. He's out six to eight weeks now. Uh, going against this Browns defense. It, it might get really bad here for Jacksonville. This could be – if they're down to QB3, this this could be a really ugly game. Gosh. I feel like get, the no boot thing is like such a badge of honor for NFL players. Like, see, I yeah. don't need it. I'm fine. And I still don't <laughs> yeah. think he's going to play. I still don't think he's going to be out there. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Uh, what about Pat Mahomes uh, appearing on the injury report here with a pectoral issue? Is that a bit of a concern going up against Buffalo? Yes, I think so. I really like the Chiefs here. I thought this was a great spot for the Chiefs, so I am a bit concerned. If that's going to affect his ability to throw, uh, makes me think twice. <laughs> Is that why the number okay. came down even more? I think so. I, I, okay. I, I believe it had to have been that and the fact that, you know, as I was kind of handicapping the game myself, you know, model wasn't giving me a whole lot to go off of. But I thought, you know what? If this turns into a shootout, there are many paths for Buffalo to win outright. And that's probably the likeliest outcome you know, given the Buffalo defense and that Kansas City's defense, that's starting to get injured a good bit more. They're losing bodies. There's a path for this to go back and forth that turns it into a coin flip. Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if it was the Mahomes thing. It probably was. But there are pieces to that Bills defense coming off the bye. They might be getting healthier. They're still not going to have the main pieces like Milano or Daquan Jones. But, um, yeah, I mean – it's interesting. I've I've liked the Bills all along, but I liked them at three. And mm-hmm. we're still at one and a half, right? Like that seems Correct. really, really short. Chiefs off a loss. Like historically, you just bet that. At and home. now it's now it's at home and it's off a loss and it's inside of a field goal. Like a lot of things were lining up. But I I would not be surprised in the least if the Bills still win this game. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm with you. Because I mean, Josh Allen also has had a lingering uh, shoulder injury, right? So, did the two cancel out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he said time to rest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say this, though. Like, do you trust the short game for the Bills more than you do the Chiefs? I get Kansas City as Travis Kelsey, but I wonder if there are more yep. options for Buffalo in the short game. That's where I think there's kind of a weird difference where I'm probably backing the bills and taking them on the money line. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's be sharper on what makes the best offenses in the NFL so effective and which ones to back specifically for this week. I've got one that will surprise you. That's right here on the BetQL Network. Professor Eddie Gross is here to help you with your bets. Who you play, where you play them, at what point during the season you played them. Being able to put all of that in context is really important. Let's be sharper about this on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Oh, yeah, class is in session. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Professor Ed Egras, and I'm Aaron Hawksworth with you. And it is time 
for Ed to school us a bit. You know, we got to get our notebooks out, take notes, and go to school on NFL formations and how this can help us be sharper, Ed. By the way, I'm giving my final next week. That's how late in the year we are right now. Mm -mm. Finals are upon us. Winter is coming. How frightening is this? Nobody takes notes. Does anybody have a notebook anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because I'm teaching statistics, like, you know, in terms of, like, doing the math and, you know, carrying Ah. the four and all of that stuff. Yes, I have notebooks, but... I mean, unless it's something quantitative, no, there, there are no more notebooks. My, uh, yeah. What about I was... the textbook? I <laughs> people Let's open I... those. <laughs> What's that? Uh, yeah, I was... even when I was in college, I didn't use textbook. Yeah, I could tell my son was rushing through his math yesterday, and I'm like, I'm checking your work because I know he's rushing because his friend was waiting in the other room. They were going to play video games or whatever. I'm like, I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it, and I go through it. I'm like. Oh my God, we've reached this point. We are almost at the point where I'm not going to be able to figure out his math. And, you know, he's at a pretty high level. I'm like, oh. we are already almost there. I'm like, we're also teaching stuff that I don't know. I'm like, how did you get this? I know how I would do it, but I, I'm still very confused how they do everything. Mm. Am That's I going to get some text messages soon uh, asking for some help here? Is this going to happen no. uh, in the coming? <laughs> no, because he's he's good. He's good. I, I don't. Okay. I, okay. I, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, very, very well. I'm very proud. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I'm, I'm sure he's bright. He's going to nail it. No, no doubt in my mind he will. Okay. Let's be sharper about offenses, right? Perhaps the biggest goal of a sophisticated offense pre-snap is to have one look and then do something completely different, right? No tells, no giveaways, nothing to let the defense know what is about to happen. Simplistically, the best offenses in the NFL know how to have that element of disguise where it's close to as 50-50 a proposition to where a formation can mean just about anything. The formation tells you absolutely nothing about what they're going to do. So let's get a little bit more specific. When you think of, say, a condensed formation, when all 11 guys are relatively close to each other, you might think it's a, it's a little easier to employ, say, smash mouth football, that they're going to call a run play because so many blockers are available. But vertical threats, rub routes, drags, crossers, they are also easier using that same look of a condensed formation. So the teams that pass the most out of condensed formations – Her next-gen stats are the 49ers at 48%. Then you have a massive drop-off after that. The Rams at 39%. The Texans, the Dolphins, and then the Lions at 31%. So the 49ers have been fantastic as far as having an effective pass game, but they're doing it out of condensed formations a good bit. And you can imagine why they're so successful, right? Condensed, you think, okay, Christian McCaffrey, fantastic running back, maybe the best in football. Uh Uh-uh, they do have a lot of great weapons on the outside. They can pass out of those formations and be really effective doing so. So those are the top five in terms of pass rate out of condensed formations. Now, let's look at spread formations where you've got three to five wide receivers on the line, but you're going outside the numbers. You're spreading it out. 
What's important here is you might go, okay, clearly a passing attack that they're going to employ, but you can run out of these spread formations. So the teams that are doing that at the highest rate, you start with the Eagles at 37%, the Ravens 35%, then a massive drop off to the Browns, the Buccaneers, and the Seahawks. Eagles, even last year, were running a lot out of spread formations, and it was largely working. Certainly the backfield helped, but having a mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts, that makes Philadelphia successful. Now, you might be looking at these lists and going, well, these are already great offenses. Like, so what? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the important betting angle to keep in mind. This season, the team that passed at the highest rate out of a condensed formation in a game happened in week 12. The 49ers did it against the Seahawks on 69% of such pre-snap looks. Guess what? They meet again this weekend. And while the 49ers are massive favorites, the Seahawks defense could not stop them at all. So there is reason to believe, even with a massive number, that the 49ers can do almost exactly what they did in the last meeting and have no problem doing so. Now, as for rushing out of spread formations, the seventh highest rate this season happened in week seven when the Buccaneers did it at close to a 48% clip against the Falcons. Guess what? They meet again this weekend. And yes, the Bucs only scored 13 points and lost, but in another division contest, the Buccaneers can make necessary adjustments. They can also keep that offense relatively unpredictable to where Atlanta doesn't exactly know what to expect. And that can give Tampa Bay the edge. And so that argument exists given how the last meeting unfolded that Tampa Bay can win this game outright despite being a slight dog. And both of those games, those are my recommendations in terms of looking at unpredictable offenses. One look pre-snap and then doing something completely different once the ball is snapped. The best run games in the NFL. What a coincidence, right? I mean, mm-hmm. certainly with the uh, ru- the high run rate out of spread formations with Philly and Baltimore and Cleveland, even though they've been dealing with backups um, all, all year long, they're still a respected and a successful run game. And something with those conditions this weekend that is going to be needed a lot because uh, the, the wind there is always, always fierce, even if it's uh, not viewed as some of the worst conditions of the day. It, yeah, when it. you talked it about is... yeah, the spread formations, the teams there, you know, that was interesting with the Eagles, Ravens, Browns. It's like, oh, all the teams that are really good at running Smart the ball. Teams. And then my takeaway, <laughs> yeah, but I also think with the condensed formations, those are smart teams too. And like th- at least three of those coaches come from the same coaching tree with the Dolphins, mm-hmm. Rams, Niners. So uh, very interesting. And that's just it, right? Like sometimes these ideas are quote unquote borrowed uh, whenever you have coaches kind of working with each other and then they go to a new place, they put their own wrinkles in and those wrinkles can be effective, but at the end of the day, they are still largely similar makeups. 
And look, Sean McVay's had a ton of success uh, with passing games out of out of condensed formations. And it's not just the personnel he has. Sometimes he's worked with quarterbacks that maybe we didn't respect a whole lot, uh, but it's the design that matters so much. And I think also, too, when you're looking at like down distance situation, you know, in the game, what you need to get in terms of a score, that kind of stuff, like it's still something where formations can reign supreme when it comes to, okay, yes, you might think this dictates uh, some kind of a running play. But if everybody's kind of crowding the box, then that opens up things for the passing game. And that's why the 49ers and the Rams have been oh so effective doing this for really a few years now. And one of those teams, the Browns, we know about the run game. Mm -hmm. Stefanski wouldn't say the starting quarterback yesterday. I don't know if it'll be today, tomorrow, whatever. Um, DTR still in the protocol. Does it matter? Does it matter if it's Flacco or DTR? My answer is I no. Hope it's Flacco. Uh, I know we. I I love to see Flacco like put an oldie or goodie out there. Like I think yeah. I'm fine with it, and I think this actually points to one of the reasons why I'm fine with it. Because first off, like what was Flacco doing uh, on Sunday? It was play action. It was deep balls. Because I think all of us just assumed that Flacco would play a conservative brand of football. It's all about not turning it over, right? Like it'll be a low scoring mm -hmm. game. No, no, no. They were airing it out and they had no problem doing so. Um, but with those conditions, you go, okay, well, maybe this is more about a game where you present a lot of different looks pre-snap, but ultimately you're still running the football because you don't want to commit those kinds of mistakes when the conditions are ripe for them. Yeah. I, I'd rather Flacco. If I'm them, right? Me With too. I mean, he's got the there. experience. He's got the experience. G DTR is just, I just think with the inexperience, that that just would make me nervous if I was backing the Browns in this spot. I just think. Yeah, in the bad though. weather? Yeah, wouldn't you just yeah. go mm -hmm. with, just don't turn the ball over. That That's going to be what Stefanski is asking, asking of the quarterback. So I would rather have Flacco in that spot. Mm. Is there Hoping a trade-off, though, point. given DTR's athleticism? Like, uh, if absolutely. you are going to run the ball a lot, yeah. I wonder if that's mm -hmm. the one. Like, I'm probably still leaning Flacco, but there is an argument because of his ability to run, right? Yeah. Yeah, there is. But I would just be does so Does that cancel out if he's turnovers. turning the ball over? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'd rather not have the turnovers. <laughs> would... But, you know, Flacco could do that, too. too. I mean, he threw a bad interception last week. So... Absolutely, he could. But yeah, but I would I mean, think there's a reason yeah. why he's kind of been floating around from team to team. Because like, if you've got a super low interception rate or a super low, you know, bad ball rate, chances are you're still staying wherever you are. You're not uh, this journeyman quarterback. It's when you're trying to capture variance that's when there are problems. My guess is it's Flacco and Stefanski's playing the game because the Jaguars are not saying what's happening with them. They're going to play the game all week. Could mm -hmm. be one of three different quarterbacks. And so on the flip side, Cleveland's just doing that, I'd assume. Sure. No, that makes sense. Uh, by the way, as far as the Buccaneers offense is concerned, uh, what do you guys think about their possibilities uh, against the Falcons, given that their pre-snap looks, they've done a fairly decent job as far as disguises? Yeah, um, the injury report's going to be big for me because some mm -hmm. of those run stuffers are, are on there for Tampa Bay. So 
as we check later today and tomorrow what's going what's going on in that spot because it might be a situation where yes bucks are really good against the run but their best guys aren't out there so that's something that i'm going to be taking a close look at this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, semifinals of the NBA in-season tournament. How we're betting on the games right here on the BetQL Network.